Teaching Ministry of Pastor Taiwo Odukoya, the Senior Pastor of the Founding of Life Church. It is our prayer that the message you're about to hear will no doubt shapen your destiny in Christ. Be blessed as you listen. Father, we give you praise. Indeed, you are faithful. The same yesterday, today, and forever. Every new day sees your mercies new. We worship you. We adore you. We magnify your name. Indeed, great is your faithfulness. Take all the glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I want to take my text from Psalm 125. We started looking at this um, on Thursday. I found so much strength in the Psalms. I mean, Psalm 125. It is called a song of ascent. So no matter how low you are, when you begin to meditate on this psalm, you're on your way up. As a matter of fact, when you begin to meditate on the word of God, you're on your way up. The only way out for humanity, which hit that rule, some of us didn't know, but now we know, is to look up. Is to get into his word and to begin to meditate on what he has advised us to do. So we give him praise this morning. In Jesus. So I quickly read uh, from Psalm 125, only five verses. I read. It says, Those who trust in the Lord are like Mount Zion, which cannot be moved, but abides forever. As the mountains surround Jerusalem, so the Lord surrounds his people from this time forth and forever. For the scepter of wickedness shall not rest on the land or the lot of the righteous, lest the righteous reach out their hands to iniquity. Do good, O Lord, to those who are good and to those who are upright in their hearts. Verse 5. As for such as turn aside to their crooked ways, the Lord shall lead them away with the workers of iniquity. Peace be upon Israel. Peace be upon Nigeria. Peace be on earth. In Jesus' name we read. So basically, let me just take it from the first two verses, which is where I'm going to be concentrating my talk this morning. That those who trust in the Lord are like Mount Zion, which cannot be moved but abide forever. Then two says, as the mountain surrounds Jerusalem, so the Lord surrounds his people from this time forth and forever. So the first question meditating on this scripture is Who are these? Who are we talking about? Those who trust. In the Lord. Hallelujah. Those 
who trust in the Lord. Can you hear me? Those who trust in the Lord. Now what about them? The Bible says they are like Mount Zion. What about Mount Zion? Mount Zion sits there permanently, confidently, unmovable. It says they will not, they cannot be moved, but abide forever. Okay? So, we are talking about a people. A people that put their trust in the Lord. So, no matter what is raging outside, they will remain immovable. They will remain unshakable. They will remain confident. They will, be, they will still be standing still. Even when everything seems to be falling all around them, they will remain unshakable. Glory be to God in the highest. I say glory be to God in the highest. Isn't it amazing that the only thing that will make them become so immovable and so unshakable is their trust in God? So then it comes to mind very easily that for a time like this, and for moments like this, the only thing man can do will be to trust God. So what am I saying? I say, if you have never tried it before, this is the time to trust God. You know, I thought about it. I said, see, you may want to argue if you have options. But we're at a moment where man has no other option. You know, it never ceases to amaze me how we can be brought to a place on earth where everybody is looking up to somebody to do something. And when nobody is finding anybody to do something, then we're all beginning to look at where something just happened out of the sky. We have been brought to a place where we just have to know that there is a wisdom, there's an intelligence behind the whole system that we see, which up until now we have taken for granted. So what am I saying? If there's a time to trust God, it is now. You know, Jesus was saying, do not let your heart fail you. So when the gospel said, do you believe in God? He said, believe in me. I can imagine Jesus were to be walking on earth today. He would look right, me in the, right at me in the face and say, Tyro, don't be scared. Believe in God, just believe in me. What I'm saying now is, please, rather than let your heart fail you, it's time to trust God. Hallelujah. So I began to look at this word trust, as it were. And um, what makes trust such a big thing? What makes it such an interesting thing? I, 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 I considered it for a while and I realized that in the context of which it is written, they are actually saying that the word trust will mean to extend oneself out completely, to totally let go and let God take control. Again, I want to say this quickly. You see, man will not trust God until man realizes that his ability has come to zero. As long as you think you can still do something, honestly, you will not, think, you will not trust God. But when you know that your intelligence has failed you, when you know that your intellect will not save you, when you know that your strength cannot give you what you want, your wealth is irrelevant right now, come on, <laughs> then we are forced to trust God. Amazing God. Somebody said, God just this once in heaven. 
Not because he caught cold. No, no, just to get our attention. See, the whole world is, at his, is on his knees right now. What a mighty God we serve. And yet we have said he's such a merciful God. And all he needs is your attention. He will see you through in the name of Jesus. So I was looking at this trust. And somebody said, ha, to trust God is to be protected from hopelessness. I can't agree better. And somebody else says, to trust God <laughs> is to be protected from being helpless victims of circumstances. In other words, there's an antidote to fear. It is trust. Not just trust, trust in God. Glory be to God in the highest. So I, was, I looked at this for a while. So the word you hear and the knowledge you have of someone or something can really change what you're afraid of. I'll give you an example. If your landlord has been threatening you because you could not pay, we said the first year, the second year, by the third year, I said, look, I don't even want your money. Just pack your stuff and get out. You will run helter's counter, looking for help. But if whilst you were running, you got the information that Pastor Taiwo was asking after you in church last Sunday, you quickly, oh, Pastor, oh, I'm sorry I was in church. I said, why? Then you, come on. Now it's your problem. Then I think for a while, I say, God, help me, help me. How much do you need? Maybe all you need would be maybe 200,000. Say, you know what? I'll help you with 150,000. I've just told you I will help you with 150,000. I'm yet to give you 150,000. Do you know that at that moment, your fear is assuaged? At that moment, you become more confident. At that moment, you walk back home and even pray to meet your landlord on the way. Because now you have an answer to the problem. So you see what I mean? Trust. And why are you doing that? You trust the fact that Pastor Tower will give you 150,000. Though you are here to get it. So trust, honest, will protect you from hopelessness. Will protect you from being a helpless victim of circumstances. So they that trust in the Lord shall be like Mount Zion, which cannot be moved. So at this time, brethren, let us trust God. I am confident in the name of Jesus. He's done it before. This too shall pass in Jesus' name. You know, in the book of Job, in chapter 5, I think in verse 19, 20, he said, he who has saved us on six occasions, on six occasions, what makes you think he won't save us on the seventh? He will in the name of Jesus. Now, get me right. Please follow the instructions of the experts and trust God to see you through in the name of Jesus. Glory be to God in the highest. I say glory be to God in the highest. I say glory be to God in the highest. Now, that, 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 that scripture says, they are like Mount Zion which cannot be moved. Then verse 2 says, as the mountain surrounds Jerusalem. So, I mean, my thinking is this. Why wouldn't they be moved? Because they are hedged in by God. Why wouldn't they be moved? Because they are surrounded by God. 
glory be to God in the highest. It says, as the mountain surrounds Jerusalem, so the Lord surrounds his people. So those who trust in the Lord, his people, are held around by his presence. So to trust God is to provoke his presence. Hello? Is to provoke his presence. So you can always bring God into your situation. We can bring him in right now as a nation. And that's why anywhere we are, there may be a partial lockdown. In some cities, there are lockdown across the world. But remember that your access to God is not locked down. More than ever, this is the time to seek the face of the Lord. And he will come through for us. Jeremiah 33, 3, he says, call unto me. I will answer you. And I will show you greater mighty things which you don't know hitherto. This is the time to look for greater mighty things from God. This is the time to seek God's intervention in our situation. And let me assure you one more time, in the name of Jesus, this time, or this one too, shall pass. Glory be to God in the highest. I say glory be to God in the highest. Glory be to God in the highest. So that, that brings me, or that reminds me of the story of the three Hebrew children. In the book of Daniel, in chapter 3, we all know the story. Daniel chapter 3. The three Hebrew children. The king Nebuchadnezzar had gone out to make a huge image. And for whatever reason, he would have everybody begin to bow to worship this image. But there, were, there, there was a group of people in the kingdom who put their trust in the Lord. Who were like Mount Zion that could not be moved. Now, it wasn't because they were trying to be rebellious. But because this will force them against their faith. When I say their faith, their trust in God. The king was trying to enforce you to trust in the image that he has built. To worship the image as God. But they knew better. They knew that no, 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 there's no power in idols. No power in images. No power in any type. God alone is to be trusted. And so they came sharply, seemingly, against the instructions of the king. But this is, it. this is it. If you are trusting God, then you had better trust him all the way. Somebody said this, and let me quote quickly. Hmm. Hallelujah. He said, at the heart of faith is trust. And I agree. Then he goes on to say, it is one thing to believe in God. It is quite something else to trust him with our lives. It is one thing to believe in God. It is something else to trust him with our lives. If until now I think I've been trusting God with my life, this is when I know that I have to trust him with my life. When neither king nor slave is spared, when neither the rich or the poor is spared, somebody said this is a leveler. Until we are able to trust him with our lives, we are here to trust him. So we can begin to do that from now. And God will give us grace in the name of Jesus. Let me assure you one more time. He's faithful. Who has called? Who will do it? The Bible says he's rich in mercy. His mercy reaches to the heavens. He's ever faithful. He will see you through in the name of Jesus. He will see me through in the name of Jesus. He will see Nigeria through in the name of Jesus. He will see the world through in the name of Jesus. He is the most merciful God. We give him praise. So the story of the three children. 
So they, they wouldn't bow. Um, let me just quickly jump. Take me to verse 16. And so some people who had sneaked on this tree went to tell the king that there are some people in your kingdom who are flaunting your law. You know, when people want to really trap you, they don't tell. They don't give any reason for why you do what you do. They don't report in such a way that the person hearing will try to reason with you. They report in such a way to make you look terrible and horrible. And so they said, look, these three people are deliberately flaunting your laws. And they, of course, the king became furious. So he sent for them. Verse 16. So Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, I mean, so verse 15 now. Glory be to God. Yes. So now, if you're ready at the time, you hear the sound of the horn. Now the king was addressing the three of them. The flute or harp, lyre and satry and symphony with all kinds of music. And you fall down and worship the image which I have made or made good. But if you do not worship, you shall be cast immediately into the midst of the burning fairy furnace. And then he says something. He says, and who is the God who will deliver you from my hands? Ladies and gentlemen, their lives were threatened. Death was telling them right in the face. Remember, I'm explaining this trust. They that trust in the Lord will be like Mount Zion. Then Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered in verse 16 and said to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we have no need to answer you in this matter. Now hear me. If you are trusting in God, you have no need to mind Corona. Just keep on your side of it. Maintain the, re- the instructions. Corona will realize that he has no business coming your way. And when mistakenly you are infected, God will rise up with a standard. Only because we have no need to answer you in this matter, 17. If that is the case, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fairy furnace and will deliver us from your hand, O King. 17. But if not, let it be known to you, O King, that we do not serve your gods, nor will we worship the gold image which you have set up. 18. Then, night rather, Nebuchadnezzar was full of fury. And the expression on his face changed towards Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. He spoke and commanded that they hit the furnace seven times more than it was heated. And he commanded certain mighty men of valor, not just anybody now, because the furnace, which at the normal temperature will kill anybody, was made seven times hotter. So not anybody now will go near the furnace. So he commanded certain mighty men of valor who were in his army to bind Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and cast them into the burning fairy furnace. Then these men were bound in their coats and trousers, their turbans and their other garments and were cast into the midst of the burning fairy furnace. Uh, therefore, because the king's command was urgent and the furnace exceedingly hot, the flame of the fire killed those men. Yeah, did you hear me? 
They were carrying them to throw them in. Those who were carrying them to throw them in got killed because of the heat. <laughs> yes. Those men who took up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And these three men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, fell down bound, hallelujah, in the midst of the burning furnace. Then King Nebuchadnezzar was astonished. And he rose in haste and spoke, saying to his counselors, Did we not cast three men bound into the midst of the fire? They answered and said to the king, True, O king. Look, he answered, I see four men walking in the midst of the fire, and they were not hurt. And the form of the fort looked like the Son of God. Then Nebuchadnezzar went near the mouth of the fiery furnace and spoke, saying, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, servants of the Most High God, come out and come here. Then Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego came from the midst of the fire. And the satraps, administrators, governors, and the kings, counselors gathered together, and they saw this man, that this on whose body the fire had no power, the hair of the head was not singed, nor were their garments affected, and the smell of fire was not even on them. Then we had another spoke saying, Blessed be God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Now, the reason for all this is this. These are examples of those who put their trust in God. Where we are saying, what we are saying, and we are meeting upon is Psalm 125, verses 1 and 2. It says, those who put their trust in the Lord are like Mount Zion, which cannot be moved. These men were immovable. These men were unshakable. Why? Their trust is in the Lord. So I'm saying today, in the name of Jesus, in the face of coronavirus, please do the needful. Don't get me wrong. But always remember, the poor may be watering, of planting, and Apollo's watering, it is only God that brings increase. So please do what we are asked to do. I have washed my hand this morning. I'm maintaining distance this morning. I'm refused to shake hands with anybody this morning. I'm maintaining that distance because, man, this is the wisdom of God for the moment. But in addition to this, I have to trust God that I will not make the mistake of getting infected. And if for any reason I get infected, because God sees my heart, I will be spared. In the name of Jesus. So that's what I'm saying. You don't need to be afraid. If there's anything, it is time to trust the Lord. You can trust the Lord for your spouse. Trust the Lord for your children. Trust the Lord for your words. They that trust in the Lord are like Mount Zion, which are immovable, which are unshakable. Hallelujah. You see, so we're now beginning to see. See, in the book of, three times in the Bible, the Bible says that the just shall live by faith. We find it first in Ebekos chapter 2, verse 4. Then we find it in Romans chapter 1, verse 17. We find it in Galatians chapter 3, verse 11. So in other words, if I'm really going to have any deal with God, if I'm going to make any meaning of what I have with God, it is by faith. But remember, somebody said, at the heart of faith is trust. Then I put it down in my thinking that, look, so trust is really the attitude expected of two in a covenant relationship. If there's no trust, there's no covenant. And if I'm trusting God, and if I have a covenant with God, rather, then the only way I can manifest it is to trust him. I may trust him absolutely. Hear me one more time. 
trust in the Lord with all your heart. You'll be like Mount Zion, which is immovable. You will pass through this period a champion in the name of Jesus. Yes. So I began to look at the life of David as an example of one man who really activated this trust in God all the time. Just a few quotes from David. In Psalm 13 verse 5, it says, Psalm 13 verse 5, it says, But I have trusted in the mercy. My heart shall rejoice in your salvation. Look at it. James says, Count it all joy when you fall into the driver's trials. So at every crisis junction of your life, the assurance that you will, meet, you will win will depend on your attitude. Joy will put you over. But how do you get there? David said, by trusting in your mercy. By trusting in you. Then I can face the situation with joy. And remember, the joy of the Lord is your strength. Let me say it again. You are coming through in the name of Jesus. Glory be to God in the highest. And then, you see, again in Psalm 21, verse 7, David, now the king, hear what he said. He says, I mean, Psalm 21, verse 7. He says, for the king trusts in the Lord, and through the mercy of the Most High, he shall not be moved. But the question is, who is the king? Or who was the king? Himself. So it, was the, it was like saying, the father of Tolu trusts in the Lord. The father of Pastor J trusts in the Lord. Who is Pastor? It's me. And because I trust in your mercy, I shall not be moved. Can you hear the way he was thinking and the way he was talking? Glory be to God in the highest. Psalm 25, 1 and 2. Psalm 25, verses 1 and 2. Hear David one more time. Say to you, O Lord, I lift up my soul. Oh my God, I trust in you. I trust in you. Let me not be ashamed. Let not my enemies triumph over me. Now, can you see the manner of speech? Can you see the way he was talking? This was a man that was conscious of the covenant he had with God. This was a man that had the right attitude in the covenant. And so what would he say? I trust you. I trust you. I trust you. I trust you. Amazing. You know, I was thinking of this thing, and it dawned on me that after all, God created everything. Remember John chapter 1? Remember Revelation chapter 4? John 1 says, All things were made by Him, without Him was nothing made that was made. So, including me. Come on. And it, it wasn't just that He made all things, Revelation now added to it. Said, for his pleasures they were, they are, and were made. So he made all things for his pleasure. So that I'm alive today is for his pleasure. That I'm vibrant today, I'm healthy, is for his pleasure. That I'm fine, I'm at peace, is for his pleasure. Glory be to God in the highest. So even my soul that I have is not mine. It is entrusted to me. Are you following my thinking? Come on. That I'm alive is not mine. It's entrusted to me. So the least I can do then is to trust the one that has entrusted me with everything. Can you see? Can you, can you see? You see how it works? Can you see how this faith is defined? Hey, you wouldn't have been born, but it was father God allowed you to be born. He created you. But ah, remember what he said to Jeremiah? He said, before your substance was formed, I knew you. When there was no you in the womb, I knew you. I ordained you before you were formed in the womb. So he knew everything. He knew my... Ah, 
Come on. Isaiah 46, 10, remember God? He says, I am God and there's no other. I am God and there's no other. So what makes you God? He said, I declare the end from the beginning. Come on. So I'm saying to you again in the name of Jesus, your end shall be good. Nigeria will finish well in Jesus' name. You will finish well in Jesus' name. They that trust in the Lord like Manzan, they are not movable. They are not displaceable. They are unshakable. So the least I can do is to trust him with my spouse. The least I can do is to trust him with my children. The least I can do is to trust him with my health. The least I can do is to trust him with my supplies. The least I can do is to trust him with my devotion. After it is God that works in me both to will and to do. So there is nothing I have that I have not been given. So the best way I can optimally use this great gifts that God has given me is to trust him back with what he has trusted me with. Glory be to God in the highest. Seek only on what David will say. He says something again in verse 31, verse 32, verse 10b. Verse 32, verse 10b. Verse Psalm 32, verse 10. Psalm 32, verse 10. He said, but, verse 10b. He said, but he would trust in the Lord, in the Lord's mercy. Sorry, again. He said, but he would trust in the Lord. Yes, mercy shall surround him. But he would trust in the Lord. Mercy shall surround him. But he would trust in the Lord. Mercy. Look, the, the early part of that verse says, many sorrows shall be to the wicked. But he will trust in the Lord. Mercy shall surround him. Again, this prophecy is the fact, the mountains surround Jerusalem, so the Lord surrounds his people. And that's why they are immovable. So the concept of God surrounding comes from you trusting God. When you trust God, like I said, it's a covenant deal. That means that you now begin to share life with God. Now you can now see why. When the three children were thrown into the fairy furnace, it wasn't them alone. He was there with them. Come on. Hey. Isaiah, he said, if you walk through the water, I will be with you. If you pass through the fire, uh -uh, it will not burn you. Why? Because you are always in my presence. So what happened when they were thrown there? They didn't just go in there. The invisible one that surrounded them was made manifested in the fire. Aha. Uh -huh. And the king learned a lesson. Can I say this quickly? We are learning a lot of lessons out of this corona attack. And so all things are working together for our good in Jesus' name. We commiserate with those who have lost their lives and families who are bereaved. We pray for comfort and strength in the name of Jesus. May we are saying to all of you who are alive, we say, now stay alive in the name of Jesus. If somehow you've contacted this terrible thing and you're feeling like, you, no, you won't die. You will leave. And you declare the glory of God in the name of Jesus. Hear me again. You will leave. Wherever you are watching me right now, you will leave in the name of Jesus. We serve the most merciful God. Hallelujah. Most caring Father. They that trust in Him are like Mount Zion, which cannot be moved. Um, what about the New Testament? Talk about the surrounding power of God. By the way, one version of the scriptures of the Bible that says, of that same scripture, it says, just as the mountain surrounds Jerusalem, so the lost wraparound presence surrounds his people. The lost wraparound presence surrounds his people. So, what does that mean? 
When God comes, he hedges me in. Old Testament. The Holy Spirit that defines his presence barricade me. Remember when devil would call about Job. He said, why won't he be what he, I mean, who he was? Why won't he be at peace? Why won't, be, why, won't he, why won't he be that rich? Why won't he be that blessed? He said, because look, you didn't just bless him, you hedge him around. And then the devil was saying to God, say, remove the hedge and let me lay my hand on if you will still worship you. So there's a hedge around you. The hedge is created by the trust you have in God. You bring him into your affair. So in the New Testament, it's much more than that. It's not just that you are wrapped around by his presence. Come on. Hello. He's right inside of you. And what you need to do, live conscious of who you are. Trust comes by knowledge. Trust grows by fellowshipping. The more I get to know you, the more I can trust you. No wonder David could trust God the way he trusted him. Here in Psalm 16 verse 8, said, the Lord I have said before me is always at my right hand. I shall not be moved. Come on. Can you hear that again? No wonder in spite of all his life troubles, he remained solid. He accomplished all that God said concerning him. He will accomplish everything God has said concerning you in the name of Jesus. And look at verse 11 of that same psalm. He said, in your presence there is fullness. He said, you show me the part of life. In your presence there is fullness of joy in your presence. At your right hand there are pleasures forevermore. So in your presence, number one, I can never be put to shame. Number two, I'll be delivered. Number three, there's fullness of joy. Number three, there are pleasures forevermore. Hallelujah. So I'm immovable in your presence. So he lived conscious. All we need to do is to live conscious of it. Paul did that. Remember in 1728 of the book of Acts, he said, standing before the council, say, according to your poets, it is in him I live, I move, and I have my being. Glory be to God in the highest. It is in him I live, I move, and I have my being. Now, the same Paul was writing to the Colossians. In chapter 3, in verse 3 of the book of Colossians, you know what he said? He said, our life is hidden with God in Christ Jesus. Can you see what I'm talking about? For me to come to that place of trust, which of course defines the fact that I'm in a covenant with him, say my life is hidden with God in Christ. So I'm an in Christed person. I'm in him. Colossians 2.10 completing him with the head of all principalities and powers. So I want to say to you today, stay safe. Well, it begins with knowledge. There's no other way than this. Father, we give you praise. We give you honor. We worship you. We adore you. We magnify your name. Thank you for utterance. Thank you for your presence. We know that people have been blessed, even as we have been blessed here this morning. And we know that there will be results to this. There will be testimonies. And indeed, your name shall be glorified forever. Take all the glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 
know that you have been tremendously blessed by this message. For additional information and materials from Pastor Taiwo Odukoya, please contact us at the Founding of Life Church, 12 Industrial Estate Road by PZ Industries of Town Planning Way in Lupeju, Lagos. P.O. Box 698, Shemolu, Lagos. Visit our website at www.tfolc.org. Thank you and God bless you. Thank you.